Blog Talk Radio. afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Najee E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime. You can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Welcome to today's episode entitled Christmas, a time for celebration and family traditions. And as always, I'm going to read our promotional material so that I can set the stage and lay the groundwork for for today's episode. The Christmas season is upon us. Many will celebrate the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ on December 25th. His birth was foretold by the prophets of old, way before it came to pass. The New Testament records the fulfillment of these prophecies, thus making the Christmas story biblical and true. Jesus the Christ was born of a virgin in a manger, and came from Bethlehem. Jesus came in the flesh to save sinners. How does your family celebrate Christmas? What traditions highlight this holiday for you? Is mass or a worship service a part of your celebration? Do you avoid Christmas like the plague because of its all-consuming commercialism? Whatever holds true for you, you're not alone. So today we're going to hear from our callers and learn about their family traditions. How do we celebrate Christmas today? Has anything changed since we were children? What traditions are we passing on from generation to generation? So today I'd like to introduce Elisa, who is uh, one of our callers on the line in the studio with us today. And Elisa, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself to our listening audience. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Elisa, and I am from the island of Palau. I have six children, and I am married for 24 years. Um, Thank you for your participation. Thank you, Elisa. And we also have another caller on the line. I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself, too. I'm Zenobia Bailey. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm calling from Renton, Washington. In the Pacific Northwest in the United States. Hi, Zenobia. Hello. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm well, thank you. Hi, Alisa. Thank you both for joining us today. Hi, Nolan. So, yes, Christmas Hi, Lisa. is upon us. Hi, Zenobia. 
Ladies, 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 are we ready for Christmas? The Christmas celebration is upon us. It's like right there. So who would like to go first and share with our listening audience what sort of family tradition holds true for you during this holiday season? I'll let the two of you decide who wants to go first. I'm going to bow to Elisa. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Um, uh, well, um, for me, as growing up in the island of Salau, um, uh, we didn't celebrate Christmas like we do here in the United States. Uh, we just celebrated, but we celebrated with joys of cooking food, fellowship with one another, go to church, come home, and just be eating lots and lots of food and just a lot of people fellowshipping. But things got changed as I moved to the United States. I was introduced to this Christmas that I'm seeing now. And so it's a little bit different for me. It was overwhelming. It was uh, It's beautiful, though, but it was really overwhelming when it hits uh, the holidays or it comes to December, which is the birth of Christ, and and Christmas for everyone that everything is just so hectic, so busy, oh. and yet it's so wonderful. Um, so I was a little bit overwhelmed from the beginning, but then, of course, I adjust. And so um, because uh, Christmas is the birth of my Lord Jesus Christ, it is all about Him. I uh-huh. love the Christmas. I love the the festivity of it. Uh, it's beautiful, but it can be really overwhelming. So for me and my family on Christmas, we go to Christmas if the wishes is far better. But before that, we already cooked a lot of food because we have to eat when we come home and just fellowship and just talk about um, the 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 birds and there's a lot of questions because I have a, a little kid then and now they're my youngest is 19. Uh, they have a lot of questions about uh, Christ's birth, so it was a chance to get to just talk about our Savior who's been birth. And so um, we don't go all out for the gifts of material things. However, we do have gifts under the Christmas tree, which is our tradition is for everyone being limited in the amount of what they're going to spend to buy the gifts for just for fun. And those kids who can kind of exchange um, open and someone can choose if you want it. Like, it's a game. We turn it to be a game. And just because it's a tradition for, I guess, nowadays. So we just participate uh-huh. in a little bit. But for me and my family, it is truly, truly about Jesus Christ. And not uh-huh. only that, but throughout the, the year, we always choose someone back home where me and my family, mostly within our family, who can we give something? Um, and then we'll do that. So that's how it is. I mean, it's, um, I haven't get used to it yet. It's really overwhelming, but it's a beautiful two things at one time. It's beautiful and yet really overwhelming. Uh-huh. I find that interesting. Uh, I'm sorry, Naj. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I find that very interesting that you say that it's overwhelming because it is, even for some of us who are um, who have been born here. Um, it's mm-hmm. as a child, I didn't feel that it was um, overwhelming, but as I <clears throat> have matured, it is quite over, or it can be quite overwhelming. Uh, with, and I think, just in talking to some of my friends who are not from the United States and maybe didn't grow up in a Christian home or didn't come to know Christ until later years or maybe still haven't, that it's, it can be confusing because on the one hand, we talk about Jesus being born and the cross, and then they see Santa Claus, and they, people are having... Uh, in my realm, in Irwin, my husband's realm, they're having, they're communicating that they're having a difficult time reconciling the, the two. It just seems to be uh, a, a very confusing uh, situation for them. Um, uh-huh. So I just really picked up on overwhelming. The lights are beautiful, but for someone who's not used to that, I guess that could also be overwhelming. Did you find that to be the case? Elisa, did you find that to be the okay. case? The lights, yeah, I mean, were they? Uh, the lights, they're beautiful. They're, I mean, I'm, we, we, before we love to go around, just drive around and just watch the lights. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm from the island, only stars in the, uh, you know, in the skies, and there's no lights like I've seen here in the United States. Ah. <laughs> Even then, back home, it's becoming, you know, it's just, so we're just stopping everyone, so it's a small island, and uh, we do Christmas tree nowadays. But not unlike when I was growing up, uh, we yeah. didn't have Christmas tree, we didn't have Christmas lights. So, so um, but and like, um, well, like what you said is about Christ. And as I mature, like you said, Zenobia, is I'm getting to observe it, and then I go, this is how it was during Christ's birth. I mean, it was in Bethlehem. It was busy because it was a census day, so I could imagine how busy it was just like now, where it is to now. And then I'm thinking, so instead of joining the crowd being busy, I have to kind of look really good because I might miss him during the busyness of the the, the season. And, you know, uh-huh. I truly believe that, um, I don't know, this is just me personally, but I like, like, I truly believe that Christ came and he died and he he was born, he was born and died and rose again. But I truly believe that Jesus did be birth in the situation in our lives uh, every day. I mean we can yes. a, a busyness of and something is birth out of it and that's of him. So if we get to be so busy and about um life issues or um, then we'll miss it. We have to really focus in order to see it. That's good. That's good. Growing up with my situation in my life, I, I'm the oldest of five children, and um, it was not always um, that easy. We didn't grow up with a lot of gifts. That's number one. My parents did uh-huh. um, celebrate Christmas. <clears throat> Excuse me, but we did not have the means, I think that that might have been the main reason, but it could have been that they consciously made the decision not to 
um, overload the Christmas tree. We always had a tree, and it was always a fresh tree. Um, but I know as I started to um, grow up and move out and among others, I was I was overwhelmed by all of the toys and things that they got under their trees because it was like the whole the whole room was filled with, with gifts. Um, so we never did that. And then when I married and started having our children, we have three, uh, we gifted them a little more than what I received when um, I was growing up, when they were younger, but we tried to emphasize birthdays more than than Christmas mm-hmm. birthdays and other like Valentine's Day, we made celebration of that, certainly a celebration of their birthdays and, and, and other days throughout the year that we didn't um, take away from Christ. Uh, maybe we did, uh-huh. but that was not the intent. You know what I'm saying? That um, uh-huh. we tried, uh-huh. to, tried to make it as minimal, not to make them feel like they couldn't get gifts, but minimal. And as they got older, we removed gifts. So, And we would talk about that to them and why we would do it. And I I like what Elise said about thinking about who um, they as a family could gift or help or bless, um, and that's what we started doing. As the children got older, that was one of the biggest things that we did to the point that we got down to one gift each. Um, we all received a gift um, from the other, and then finally a family gift um, so that we could just bundle the money and send to missions or bless another family or whatever uh, we came up with. And uh, now that the children are all adults, Erwin uh, and I, um, I think last year was our, we've gone away for Christmas before, but last year was our first intentional, uh, with everybody being gone and the nest being empty, uh, we live, as I mentioned, and Naja also said, on the Pacific Northwest, having moved uh-huh. all around the country, and our children are spread throughout the United States. One son is here now um, testing the waters to see if he might stay in this uh, region, but we're not sure about that. And we were not going to be able to be together last year, nor are we all going to be able to be together this year. And so we just thought, you know, rather than sitting around and maybe moping around that the children wouldn't be with us and we not be with them. We decided to move on out, branch out. We went to another state and celebrated um, with just one another, found uh, accommodations with the fireplace and all of that so we could be toasty and warm and uh, started a new tradition. Um, So looking back, one of the things that we were going to talk about today was – how we celebrated traditions, and so one of the biggest traditions I think that stuck with me, um, whether it was intentional or not, is that my parents did not focus on on gifts, uh, even um, those what sixty, fifty years ago. My mom just passed on the legacy, dad too, that we should be more other centered than us, and I think that that without even thinking about it, that kind of went through our um, our small-knit family. And, and the same with my husband. He, too, grew up in a very similar situation, and mm. um, the gifts were not the big hoorah. Mm. Uh-huh. 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 But I did not grow yeah. up knowing Christ. I grew up going to church. 
So I did not uh-huh. have that benefit. But my parents, bless their hearts, they, um, they, re- they read scripture to us, uh, not just at Christmas, but throughout the year. And Dad would send us off to school with the Bible verse. And so uh, we did not have per- a personal relationship with Jesus, but we knew about Jesus. And we knew the Christmas story. And we knew to the, the degree that we could understand it at that time how selfless an act that that was. Oh. That uh, that's beautiful. You know, I too uh, heard Alisa use the word overwhelming several times, and it can be overwhelming, and it can be so all-consuming. The commercialism. I know that over the years, I've had to just regroup and go back and say, what is the what is the true celebration here? We know that Christ wasn't born on December 25th, so some people just kind of eliminate Christmas completely because that's not the true date of Jesus' birth. But we do, we do know that he came to this earth, and mm-hmm. there is a time of celebrating, but you have to really, really focus mm-hmm. to be able to gain the true meaning of what is going on here. And uh, I, just real quickly, one, one of the one of the uh, one of the traditions that I remember growing up was that we didn't have the means to do a whole lot of hoopla either in gift giving, and we went through various iterations where our gifts had to be a certain under a certain amount. I think way back then it was like five dollars, and then we went through this uh, phase where everything had to be handmade. You know, so we had arts and crafts uh, uh, events and activities going on, and then. I remember, this is what really sticks out in my mind, and this kind of parallels with what you were saying, Zenobia. My dad always brought someone home. On any given day, truly, there was a stranger, not that he would put his five daughters in, in jeopardy or in harm's way, but he would bring someone home literally off the streets to make sure that they had a decent meal and some sort of opportunity to fellowship and to celebrate. And I remember that so vividly. It was like we'd come downstairs and we'd say, okay, now who is that? <laughs> you know, someone we've <laughs> never seen. <laughs> okay. That's All right, blessing. okay, we'd say, okay, daddy, daddy's at it again. That's what we'd say. And that was all throughout, all throughout. So that's what I remember. Mm. And then as uh as I was rearing my two boys uh, as a single mom, I know that we adopted families and made sure that someone else was blessed a little bit more. And then uh, our larger family, we've just sort of done away with the gift giving mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. sort of focused on more of the, the fellowship. But you really do have to focus to regain the whole mm-hmm. purpose, you know, of the, right. of the season or else it can really, really get out of hand, uh, you know, you can end up spending money that you don't have, and you know it's right. just, we you know mm-hmm. we we all know what that's like, yes, so Elisa, I want to ask you a quick question. I've had the privilege and the honor of being able to fellowship with your family, and mm-hmm. your family is large. You mentioned the number of children you have, but there are other people mm-hmm. within your community, your Palauan community mm-hmm. that migrates to your home and celebrates with you mm-hmm. on any given holiday and or during Christmas, how many people? Could you potentially be how how many people could you potentially host in your home during the holidays? Um, uh, it's a terrific <laughs> number for me <laughs> um, because you know I have a large 
family. There's like this, me, my husband, and our children. Uh, we're eight, and then we I, we have four, brother five spiritual kids, and then my sister and her family, and my husband and cousin. So we we can be about around thirty. Um, yes. It's not 25, but it's always more than 20 uh, people during yes. that time. But um, um, I'm going to pick you back right on what you said now about your dad bringing everybody home. And I think that what when I was growing up that uh, my parents did make an impact in our life by that. And and so you know my family really well, and you know you know, see what we've come through by bringing people in and out. And that's uh-huh. just how we were growing up, whether it was Christmas or it was kind of, it's not an everyday, but it was like a tradition for us, a flower okay. that you you invite people when they travel because then we didn't have a cars. We ride a, a motorboat from place to place uh-huh. through the, yeah, so when they come, we'll welcome them with food, come and eat, uh, uh, feed them and you know, keep them a place to sleep, they get up in the morning, they go, or however long. Um, and so uh-huh. I always remember growing up, they always like guests at our house uh, and in and out um, until now. So I don't know, that's a really strong tradition or our custom. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but it is really not, and when I became um Christian, when I received Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior, and as I mature and trying to get to really know the the joy of serving the Lord is just that that is it. I mean, uh-huh. if and you know, and it, it's really beautiful. Amen. You see, you mentioned something interesting too, and that is that people you talked to who uh, were not. Uh, born and reared in the United States, and sometimes people struggle to try to reconcile the birth of Christ with Santa Claus. How many yes. of us mm-hmm. believed in Santa Claus as when we were growing up as children? Did, did you all believe in Santa Claus? As a small child, I did. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. No, not for me. I didn't know who is Santa Claus when I was growing up. I don't know. We, intent- yeah. we were intentional about letting our children know different, so my kids did not grow up believing in Santa Claus. Um, yeah. He takes so much yeah. from Christ, you know. He he knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I mean, he knows everything, and, 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 and uh, you know, a lie, obviously, but, you know, it seems like it's it's just a competition. Mom and Dad go out, and they work hard to earn the money to buy the things, and Santa gets the credit for that. And so I know some of our friends thought we were cruel to let our children know from the beginning, but we did. And then we told them Uh that they could not tell their friends differently, that their parents had to tell them. If their parents wanted them to know that there was no Santa, then they would have to tell them. But from (laughs) the very beginning, we let them know that there was no Santa Claus. Right. We had issues. I I, I can't really remember going that far back. I I know at some point we realized that it was our parents who, you know, who were purchasing the gifts, but we didn't have a fireplace, so the story just didn't make sense. I know we weren't making cookies and leaving cookies (laughs) and and milk out on the table. (laughs) We didn't either, but somehow... 
somehow that was compensated. You know, if you don't have a fireplace, well, he comes through the front door, you know, or comes through the window or whatever. You know, it was always compensated. <laughs> right. But right. we did right. not allow our children to have that story. And um, But anyway, that's just, yeah, they, 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 they can't reconcile it, you know. So how does this Christ fit in with the Santa? You know, and then when you have Santa, you know, somebody has Santa on the door or on the lawn and then the Christmas tree with the cross or the star on the top of that, it's like, yeah, it's almost like, you know, I've talked to you in the past mm-hmm. about how, how you know that I teach and some of my students happen to be foreign students. And I was advised well, from um, people who are much more versed in English as second language than I not to use idioms because they have a hard time understanding and following our Ooh, idioms. So uh-huh. it's like, it's something like that. I think I would equate it to that. They're trying to picture this thing and they can't make sense out of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so. uh-huh. One of the things that has become a tradition for me as an adult and also as a believer, and I think, see, you, you mentioned that as a child you did not know Christ as Savior and Lord. So I met Jesus when I was an adult, but somewhere along the line we had heard the story, and I think there was probably more nativity scenes and decorations than there were Santa. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not claiming that because my memory may not be um, spot on at this point. But as an adult today and a believer and thankful that Jesus came to this earth to save sinners, I do include now a Christmas Eve service at my home congregation and other places where I've gone to worship and have been member mm-hmm. a member. So do either of you attend a Christmas Eve service? Yes. I used to. I, I, I used yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh-huh. um, in the last uh, maybe year, but I used to always. I find that um, at times it's not as dependable for some of the same reasons that I'm saying, that I can't can't find that I can depend on the fact that Christ and Christ alone is being worshipped and and, uh, and uh-huh. uh, raised up. That it um, there could be some intermingling of Santa or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or uh-huh. um, or you know um, Snoopy or some of that <clears throat> that might filter in. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Alisa, how about you? Because I know that you're you're uh, you you worship with the Palauan community. Is that a part mm-hmm. of your uh, uh, tradition, your Palauan tradition, a Christmas Eve service? Um, no, um, uh, we 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 don't do that way back then. Um, they didn't go to church um, on Christmas Eve. Um, I don't remember, or maybe they did. I just didn't remember. Like. Um, when I was back home, I didn't know Christ, but I see people going to church. So my me uh-huh. coming to know Christ was much older and away from home, um, from to the other island, which is Saipan, and that's where I received Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior, and then that's when I go from there. But uh, one of our our people, the Palawan's tradition, is fall on New Year's Eve. And on New Year's uh-huh. Eve, they, you know, um, I don't know the, 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 the right word for it, but they do the verses, and they cut them, and they will throw a verse out. 
and they put all mm. the verses in, in the basket, and then we'll gather and fellowship and, and then wait until midnight, and then we draw a verse for yourself. Or if, like me, mm-hmm. I have kids and they didn't come, I said I'll draw the verse for for Farley or for Daisy, and we'll, we'll take those verses home and, and ponder on them. And so uh-huh. for our Palawan community that I'm involved in now here in, in Seattle, uh, we are having that on the thirty on, on the thirty thirty first. Um, okay. By okay. Um, so we still keep that going. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies, can you believe that we've been on air for thirty minutes? I has I spoke with Elisa earlier, and I said um, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. It may only last for about fifteen minutes, but we've been on air for thirty minutes, and I've no. really, really enjoyed your uh, sharing and your participation. Uh, I- any closing remarks that you'd like to say, and then I'll go ahead and close this out. Just once again, Merry Christmas to everybody that's listening. Merry Christmas to the two of you. and um, Thank you. And I just pray that if there's anyone listening who does not know Christ as Savior, I pray that you might contact Yield to the King Ministry um, for more follow-up. And God bless you. Well, thank you, Zee. Alisa, how about you? I just want to wish you, Zenobia, you and your family, a Merry Christmas. Not thank you to you, um, all the listeners. Um, the hope is that you will uh, that Christ will birth in your situation wherever you're at. Um, focus on your Christmas tree. You'll see the light. Um, I challenge that you would allow the light to to be plucked in all the way in the morning and during the night. You'll see that it will really look at the light and it really it is really bright. And mm-hmm. as it goes to daylight, then it the light is there, but it's not as bright as when it's dark, or like when it's dark in the house. That's the beauty of that light, and Jesus is the light of the world. And Amen. he says that we are the light, too, not because we are the light, but I truly believe that we are a reflector of the light. So if you don't have, if you haven't received Jesus, to be your Lord and Savior, my prayer and hope is that you will, that you would just ask him to come into your life, to save you, admit that you are a sinner, and that you need help, and then he will come and watch him. I I truly believe that you it will be the best decision that you will ever make. And like Zenobia said, if you have any questions, call you to the king. And Nanash will be more than happy to help you with that. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and God bless you. Um, thank you. Thank you both. So I'm going to read Isaiah 9 and 6 real quickly. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Enjoy your Christmas holiday however you choose to celebrate it. Just remember, Jesus is the reason for the season, mm-hmm. and without him, there would be no Christmas story. So I want to say mm-hmm. God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Mm-hmm. We'll talk again mm-hmm. on couple, in a couple of weeks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye.
Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.